This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Attention, Ditto Heads. Attention, Bo Scouts. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the Soul of Excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snurdly. Welcome to Tuesday. It is our Tuesday afternoon rush hour here on WABC. We are the crown jewel of American radio. Of course, Tuesday means Mark Stein. And we are so looking forward to chatting with America's undocumented but guilty anchorman. There is a lot in the news. The big story of the day, page one for many of us, would be the release of some of the January 6th tapes that people have not seen before and the outrage in the mainstream press, the outrage in the halls of the Unipart, of the Congress of the United States. What you call it, Scott? You said they, they're what? Uh, what, the Uniparty Deep State? Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, okay, so I'm going to wait and discuss a lot of that with Mark because I always love to get his take on it. Uh, but the, for those of you that don't know, and I doubt that's very few, Tucker Carlson last night released the first look at the over 40,000 hours of tape surveillance footage from the Capitol building on January 6th. And his narrative is quite different than the narrative we have been hearing. That provoked an instant response. From Chuck U. Schumer, and I just saw a short time ago a response from the turtle, Mitch McConnell. This is just a brief excerpt from the six-minute rant that New York Senator, Senior Senator Chuck U. Schumer delivered on the floor of the Senate today. Last night, millions of Americans tuned in to one of the most shameful hours we have ever seen on cable television. With contempt for the facts, disregard of the risks, and knowing full well he was lying, lying to his audience, Fox News host Tucker Carlson ran a lengthy segment last night arguing the January 6th Capitol attack was not a violent insurrection. By diving deep into the waters of conspiracy and cherry-picking from thousands of hours of security footage, Mr. Carlson told the bold-faced lie that the Capitol attack, which we all saw with our own eyes, was somehow not an attack at all. He never said it wasn't an attack at all. Like I said, I'll wait till Mark gets on. He never said that. And then uh, the turtle this afternoon was asked about it, and uh, this is what the turtle had to say. 
Was it a mistake by Speaker McCarthy to give access to Dr. Paulson on this security footage? My concern is how it was depicted. It's a different issue. Different. Clearly, the chief of the Capitol Police, in my view, correctly describes what most of us witnessed firsthand on January 6th. So that's my reaction to it. It was a mistake, in my view, for Fox News to depict this in a way that's completely at variance with what our chief law enforcement official here at the Capitol thinks. It's a mistake. It's a mistake to report something that's at variance with what our narrative is. I mean, how dare them come up with something different than what we've told the people? No, that's not good. All right, so we'll talk about that with Mark shortly. I want to get his take on it. There is more on that domestic terror attack down in Atlanta that receives very little airtime in the mainstream press. Some of those attackers have been linked to left-wing groups and protest movements. We know that. It wasn't just Antifa. Another quick headline, Joe Biden's FCC nominee, Gigi Shum, has withdrawn her nomination to be on the FCC. She had a withering statement to make on her way out, blaming dark money and lobbyists, never once citing her own radical views, which were called out in hearings. Gavin or Gasm Newsom, governor of California, says he's done with Walgreens. He's mad that Walgreens is not going to sell the abortion pill in 20 states. So now he's declaring war on Walgreens. You can find his view echoed in the today's Amazon Prime Washington Post by opinion writer Greg Sargent. In other news, J.P. Morgan Chase says they're doing great in Florida. They're expanding. Business is a-booming now that they've got out of Nueva York. Mm-hmm. Not out, but they moved a lot of people down there to the sunny skies of Florida. We're going to take a break because Mark Stein is in the wings, and I cannot wait to speak to America's guilty Undocumented, guilty. Anchorman, guilty. And we'll commence with that when we come back. Don't go away. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222 if you want to be part of the program today. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. He's always mistakenly British. Tinkerbits, cheerio. But he's really a Canuck. Guilty. Known on all seven continents. Guilty. Oh, I 
America's undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snurley, presents Mark Stein. He's guilty. (laughs) America. Uh, America's undocumented guilty. Anchorman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> guilty. Mark yeah. Stein. Uh, so, Mark Stein, um, you're in the news. <laughs> yeah, I've been found uh, guilty. Guilty. It's not really funny. Uh, this might be the last show we do. Um, I've been found guilty by Ofcom, which is the name of the Ministry of Truth in uh, the United Kingdom, uh, for a show I did uh, a year ago, basically on some of on the ineffectiveness of the COVID vaccines, which don't prevent protect you from being infected and don't prevent you from giving the thing to other people. So I did a show on it. And in the interests of shoring up the collapsing narrative of the COVID years, Ofcom, Ofcom, the Ministry of Truth, has pronounced me guilty. And uh, I don't know quite. I'm going to I really I'm not really in the mood for another law. I need another lawsuit like I need a hole in the head. I mean, the one in D.C. has been going on 12 years. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Con- I'm confident that there'll be the right to a speedy trial in the U.K., but I'm, I'm going to, you know, counter sue. Because I think actually uh, we, we live in a blizzard of lies. It doesn't really matter whether you're living in the U.S., Canada, Australia, um, the the swirl of lies all around from this malign alliance between the media and the state is pretty much the same everywhere you look. Yeah, it's impossible to tell the truth. I mean, first of all, when I saw this outcome business, I said, what the, what is this? It sounds pornographic. It yeah. sounds like they should be reviewing porno films or something. No, that's no. Uh, that's another government bureaucracy. Actually, an old friend of mine uh, wound up as the guy who had to review porno films, and so he he became extraordinarily expert. Well, all the things you were talking about just when we were on the air a couple of weeks ago, uh, oh, he yes. became extraordinarily expert. That's an entirely different government bureaucracy. So. Don't get them mixed up. I, I, by the way, I have not been found guilty of uh, misperforming in pornographic movies. I just want to make that. I just want to make that clear. You know, it's not like we. I've I've been around stuff like that in Quebec. uh, The Office de la Langue Française, the uh, office for the French language, uh, prosecuted a sex shop owner because he was selling. Sex aids with instruct. They were from New Jersey, and they had instructions in English only. <laughs> and they prosecuted the guy because, uh, you know, if you were a French speaker, you might accidentally have a bad accident using these particular items in the wrong way. So I could go down that road too. Oh goodness! All right. So, but but to, in all seriousness, so you you told the truth about the lie. Look, everyone knows that these vaccines, even. Th- the manufacturers have now admitted. Yeah. Well, they actually... admitted that they're not they are not what the government told us they were in the very beginning. 
No, and and the story has only moved in my direction this last year. A lot, a lot of countries have withdrawn certain of uh, the vaccines entirely, um, and then you've had uh, one by one, starting in Scandinavia, they began withdrawing them. Uh, initially for people under 18 and then for people under 50 and then for people under 65. And then you had France and the UK basically withdraw them entirely. The United States, uh, I saw some horrific picture of uh, little kids in grade school lining up to be jabbed. There's no medical reason for that whatsoever, and there's a lot of medical reasons for not doing it. So the story's only moved in my direction, and... I've essentially been uh, convicted a year later for not submitting myself and abasing myself before what is now an utterly discredited narrative. So, you know, as I said, I'm not really, I'm going to have to uh, sue these guys, but, you know, I'm doing it without much uh, enthusiasm, but they are disgraceful. It is disgraceful. I saw one reaction uh, on Twitter that said, this is exactly why we revolted. This is exactly, <laughs> you are the case, why we broke away from those people across the pond. Yeah. This kind of stuff. <laughs> no, that, I, and I want, I, <laughs> at a certain level, I'm sympathetic to that. Uh, he said, yeah, this is, this is why we threw off the uh, hated tyranny of the British Crown uh, 250 years ago. But then again, I look at what has happened, what uh, Tucker was broadcasting on his show last night and you know basically we're all sliding off the cliff and there's slight subtle nuances in how we're sliding off the cliff according to whether you're in a constitutional republic or in a constitutional monarchy but the salient point is that the cliff the edge and the hard fall right uh, at the bottom are all consistent across these various nations well, let's talk about Tucker for a minute, because today, as, as, you, as you heard, uh, uh, Chuck U. Schumer and the, the Turtle have both come out. Mm. Uh, the, the Turtle was a little bit less heated than Chuck U. over yeah. this, uh, but they're basically accusing uh, Tucker Carlson of lying. And I love what Chuck U. Schumer said. He cherry-picked. Mm. We haven't seen these foot, these things before, so who's been doing the cherry-picking of footage here? And I just found it curious that what we're seeing with our own eyes, they're telling us not to believe, which is the Capitol Police escorting the shaman around like he's right. a guest, a valued guest, right. here for the uh, House and Senate tour. And also this uh, offer, uh, officer, uh, Sicknick, uh, who they claim was slain, was mm. walking around quite healthy, um, yep. was slain in, by protesters. So their narrative seems on this January 6th seems to be exploding. Now, I also find it curious, uh, uh, Mark, the people that tell us democracy dies in darkness. <laughs> if uh, the democracy dies in darkness. Uh, uh. So, so these people have been lying about the Russian hoax. Yeah. They lied about the origins of COVID. Yeah. They lied about so many things over the years. You could go yeah. back through Benghazi. You could go back further than that. These are the people that consistently have brought us lie after lie, but now they tell us trust them and trust our narrative of January 6th. Why shouldn't we trust at least at least give what Tucker Carlson is presenting a fair view? 
Well, you said democracy dies in darkness, the Washington Post line. Actually, democracy dies uh, by uh, through things like this, where essentially an event occurs. Now, actually, whether the event itself was spontaneous is, is uh, difficult to know. As you know, there are all kinds of agents provocateurs from the FBI who've been cited and all the rest of it. But uh, whatever, let's put, set that aside. The event occurs, and it is then distorted and weaponized, not only by one political party, but by key agents, agencies of the state. Now, I regard the... You, I have, I have almost unbounded admiration for the United States, but I will make an exception for the Federal Department of Justice, which is a dirty, stinking, rotten, corrupt body uh, that has been horribly politicized. And when I look at things like the 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 thing about the guy in the uh, buffalo horns wandering around. Uh, that is not consistent with the fact that he has uh, been sentenced to 41 months in jail, three and a half years. That is uh, after being uh, detained in solitary and all the rest of it uh, under the lethar- under the abuse of his constitutional rights to a to a speedy trial, or even the constitutional right to have a court date at which the judge will schedule his not-so-speedy trial. So we've had total corruption of the process here, but the net result is that people who were sort of, as we see in the film, are being amble- uh, they're, they're having perfectly cordial um, uh, inter- interchanges with uh, the, the Buffalo guy with seven police officers. There's seven to one. Even by the crappy standards of the Capitol Police, which I regard as a disgust. They're not a police force, really. They're a Praetorian guard for these pampered emirs of Incumbistan uh, of either party, which is why McConnell and Schumer are all on the same page on this. But this is actually a story of how um, uh, the the uh, the establishment weaponized this event uh, in order for its own political purposes, perp- it mischaracterized it and ruined the life. So what we have here is, you know, all the people who are supposed to be for the little man, like Bernie Sanders and Nancy Pelosi and everything, essentially this is rich, powerful people ruining the lives of nobodies you know, uh, 64-year-old uh, people from the Midwest with no criminal record who happened to go up to the capital city on the wrong day, destroying their lives uh, to advance their political needs. That's how democracy dies. Demo- democracy dies not in darkness, but in the Klieg lights of the fake third-rate dinner theater uh, peddled by uh, the uh, Congress and their allies. Meanwhile, Mark, today I look in the in the papers and I see that there is true violence going on, true riots going on in Gay Paris. Um, and you were <laughs> over there. Um, well, I mean, that's, um, yeah. yeah. I mean, these people are in the streets. They are rioting. They are throwing things at police officers. They are burning things. They yeah. are just demonstrating. And you've got not, again, not everybody, but you have a true, a, a, a few truly uh, angry people that are rioting over yeah. there because the French government has decided under Macron that they have to work two more years in order to collect their <laughs> massive welfare retirement bennies. 
and they're yeah. unhappy about it. <laughs> yeah, they're, so, uh, yeah, they're they're raising, they're proposing to raise the retirement age from, uh, I think, from 45 to 47. So people have gone absolutely bananas about it. <laughs> they, don't mean that, uh, they don't want that at all. But I tell you, it actually, uh, uh, somebody wrote to me uh, from France uh, and reminded me of something Rush used to say and, in fact, said it uh, around about the time, just after the 2020 election. I remember Rush talking about it when there were talk of protests and all the rest of it. And he said, uh, well, you know, there's no point in a protest unless you're going to get two million people on the streets. And Rush used to say that with reference, if you were proposing a demonstration for this or a demonstration against that, he would often do it. He'd say, we need at least a million people or we need two million people. And I remember Rush saying that. Well, in France, they actually do put a million people on the street and they get results. And it's interesting uh, to me that, uh, you know, the the government will probably, to one degree or another, end up accommodating these people because they're able to turn out. They are able. The, you can say what you like about the French, but they are able to get a million people on the street when they want to. And again, it's an, a forlorn contrast with the January sixth business because you know it's going to be they people all over the country. Look at the way uh, some blameless fellow who ambled along behind some guy into the Capitol uh, and he spent two years in jail awaiting a trial date. People look at that and say, "Uh, no, I think I'll sit out the next protest. Well, they don't do that in France. They do get out in the street in the numbers that Rush used to call for. And, and, And but yet I don't see any condemnation. From these same people about how how the the French government is in danger and how fragile their democracy. That's what we were told. American democracy is fragile. Yeah. Oh, we're on the edge. We're teetering on the brink yeah. of collapse here yeah. because of January 6th. And yet you can have these violent riots taking place across the sea in France and not a word, not a peep from the international community about how this endangers the democracy of France, or this endangers, or the, the fragile balance of liberty in France. Not a word. No, uh, but that's because, you know, official rubbish. Uh, if you look, at, what, what, the point of January 6th was to be the nail in Trump's coffin. Um, I remember while it was still going on, while there was still smoke billowing out of the capital, which which did look fairly dramatic. You might think if it was a city you didn't know, oh, there's a revolution going on. But I remember being on TV with Tucker that night and uh, saying, you know, I don't care about this. It's a what I tell you how again, democracy doesn't die in darkness. Democracy dies in the darkness of a totally fake. Potemkin legislature, where the so-called legislators don't read the bills they pass, where you have 3,000 bills on everything. So it's not, as we talked about a week or two ago, you say what you like about George III, but the Tea Act was about tea. Uh, these right. now are just like 3,000, 4,000-page bills that nobody could read. We all saw the picture of the guy... Well, uh, he's, he died a couple of years ago. He was a long-time congressman flying back to Chicago or wherever it was, uh, reading Playboy magazine. On He had the bill next to him. 
<laughs> had no desire to read it. He was looking at Playmate of the Month for May or whatever. Uh, nobody reads those bills. Those bills are stitched together by staffers and lobbyists. It's so, oh, this uh, great citadel of see this shining city on a hill or whatever it's a garbage legislature uh, that is entirely dysfunctional that has perverted uh, the idea of self-government you elect someone to legislate uh no I, I don't have time to legislate so my intern will work it out with a couple of lobbyists i mean that's actually d- democracy die democracy goes to the u.s capital to die wow and so we're going to go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Mark. Uh, we're going to see how real democracy, we're going to go to Croatia uh, to see how democracy works there. That's, uh, yes. And you know what? I cannot wait. Are we getting off in Montenegro? Yeah, which I, I love. It's a, uh, it's a fabulous wild mountain kingdom. And I've always loved Montenegro, and uh, 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 and just in case Al Sharpton is listening, by the way, it's that it means the land of the dark mountain, the land of the black mountain. <laughs> so I don't want to, I don't want to find that I've been cancelled <laughs> because I accidentally gave the name of a sovereign state that's a member of the United Nations. It's a fabulous place. You, it's, it, I love Montenegro. So let's invite everybody to join us. We're going in July. Yeah. We'll be overseas. We're going to start in Italy. I've never been to Italy. I cannot wait to see um, a little bit of uh, Italy up close. Yeah. And then we're going to Montenegro. We're going to go up the Adriatic Sea. Yeah. And so tell people how they can join us, Mark. Uh, well, they can join us if they go to MarkSteinCruise.com. That's uh, Stein, S-T-E-Y-N, all one word, MarkSteinCruise.com or SteinOnline.com. And we would love to see you. We always have, I mean, I'm just, we, there's people from all over the world. There's people coming from Australia. But there is a big uh, turnout from Americans. And I know particularly with the Californians on these cruises, they, they're, they're people who say, oh, I have to bite my tongue all day long at work. And it's so nice just to be able uh, to say what I actually think and instead of having to pretend to nod along to rubbish about climate change or whatever it is. And so people always have a good time on these things. And there'll be you and me and Michelle Buckman uh, will be, uh, who, uh, by the way, people think of Michelle Buckman as a former congresswoman and a presidential candidate. She's actually a terrific comedian. Um, you know, I did a comedy sketch with her. We played those two FBI lovebirds, uh, oh. Pe- Peter Strzok and Lisa, whatever her name was. Page, it, 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 yes. Yeah, Lisa Page in this comedy sketch. And her comedic timing is lethal. And I'm revising the old W.C. Fields line about never working with children or animals to never working with children or animals or Michelle Buckman because she's got lethal comic timing and... Uh, she's also a fantastic singer, uh, too. So you'll see sides of Michelle, uh, that you might not have seen before just from watching her in Congress or on the campaign trail. Wonderful. I'm looking forward to it. Mark, thank you so much for joining us, my friend. Guilty. And I am so. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, you don't you don't have to be uh, convicted of thought crimes to get a spot on the cruise. So if you've led a blameless life, you've got an unblemished record. If you kowtow and cave to the state on all their official narratives, you're still allowed to come on the cruise. Wonderful. James Golden, a.k.a. Slurry. Thanks, Mark. We'll be back, ladies and gentlemen, right after this. Your call's coming up, 800-848-WABC. Don't go away. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. Whether your pursuit involves a bachelor's, master's, or doctoral degree, GCU's learning environments are designed for supportive networking and collaboration. With over 330 academic programs, GCU provides a path to help you fulfill your dreams. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush, Rush, Rush. Line the On WABC. Somebody's watching you. So I want to just, uh, just for one more moment before we go to the phones, just revisit this January 6th and Tucker Carlson. The mainstream press and the Democrat Party, and they are one and the same, the Democrat Party sometimes act like the bosses and the mainstream press, these multi-billion dollar or multi-million dollar in some cases organizations, behave as total propagandists for them. But think about the things that we have been told just in the past few years. We, you, we have been lied about when it comes to the origins of the pandemic that has cost millions of people their lives or their livelihood or their health. We have been lied about the the effectiveness of vaccines. And we've been lied about medicines that were effective for a, to serve a political agenda. If you go back, you can see the list of lies. You can just keep adding them up, whether it's the Covington kid and how the media framed him as being somehow uh, uh, anti-Native American and a racist. You can go back all the way through Benghazi, and we still don't know the truth about that or about Fast and Furious. We've been lied about the suppression of conservative voices on big tech media, social media platforms. And only recently, when Elon Musk took over, did we discover the truth of what we all knew. But what the media said, you're crazy if you dared say it. So why should you trust these people to tell you the truth about your elections? Why should you trust these people to tell you the truth about what is good for your health in terms of vaccines? Why should you trust them about anything? And now Tucker Carlson dares show you, shows coverage of what you have never seen in these hearings, and there is outrage. The praise for what Tucker Carlson 
Carlson is doing should be unlimited. He knows, Tucker knows, he is going to be attacked mercilessly by people like Chuck U. Schumer, by Mitch McConnell, by some of these stooges in the mainstream press who spend their time deflecting from the truth and protecting their Democrat Party allies, bosses, or however you want to frame them. But yet Tucker goes ahead and presents, and already there are new lies coming out about what he's doing. He never said there wasn't any violence there. But he did make it a point to say that the idea, the narrative that you've been told that everybody there was violent is wrong. And you can see that with your own eyes. But yet he's being attacked. This is a brave thing that Tucker Carlson is doing. And you know what, folks? The lies that we have been told from this media machine in America are disgraceful. And they point to a democracy hasn't died in darkness. Journalism is dying in broad daylight in America. Because the journalists are part of this vast ideological opposition to conservatism. And you see it everywhere. You see it in the local school boards that want to push this agenda on your children. You see it in the agenda to keep failing schools open instead of giving parents a choice. You see it with with Newsom all in an outrage because a killer pill is not being sold in states other than his own. They're still selling these killer abortion pills in California, but yet he's outraged. You see this agenda being pressed everywhere. And if you stand up to it, whether it's, I don't care what it is, whether you stand up to their global warming theories, whether you stand up to this attack on biological science, whether you stand up to these attacks on basic medicine and science, this entire machine is aiming its weapons at you. Norman in Brooklyn, New York. Welcome. You're up first on WABC. Yeah, hi, James. Um, I was in Washington at the rally on January 6th, not near the Capitol, but with the majority of protesters near the Washington Monument. Um, I never accepted the false insurrection narrative referred by the deep state media. I just think it's sad that the majority of Americans who don't watch Fox or listen to conservative media like WABC Radio will never learn the truth. Well, I think it's very sad, too, but I think actually that the truth will prevail eventually. And and thank goodness for people like Tucker Carlson that are absolutely giving another side to this one-sided narrative that the corrupt mainstream press in this country has persuaded so many, like you said, persuaded so many people to believe. Thank you so much for the call. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurrius, our Tuesday, Rush Hour. You're on WABC. We're coming right back. More of your calls are straight ahead. 
Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. It's the Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. Rush. Now, here's Bo Snerdly. This is New York, and this is W, ABC. Cheryl Crow brings us back. And it's Tuesday. For our Tuesday rush hour. So Cindy Lauper is also in the news. Cindy Lauper is saying, you know, um, this is the way Hitler started. She's talking about America and what she considers to be gays now enemies of the state. She says gay people were considered enemies of the state in Nazi Germany. Um, I don't think it's a good idea what they're doing. She's talking about this legislation now that bars mutilation of minors. And it's just amazing to me how many supposedly smart people, and I have no no reason to doubt that Cindy Lauper, by the way, I'm not trying to insult her and say she's not smart, but her, her, her reading of history is just distorted. And this is not the way that Hitler started. And the idea that parents and, and other concerned people are actually trying to protect children is seems to be out of the grasp of her intellect here. And so it's just it's just shameful. People know so little about the history of the world and and and, and are afraid to look deeper. They just wave around the, this opinion, this 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 pop culture opinion. Anyway, let's head back to the telephones, WABC. Tony in Clifton, welcome. You're on Bo Sternley's Rush Hour. How are you this afternoon, Tony? Hey, James, I'm great. You know why I'm great? I'm great because there's people like you on that speak the truth. But I'm also great because I stand on my Constitution and I don't let anyone knock me off of it. So today, if I can just share with you, I called Mr. Senator Schumer's office and I said, I got a voice message, and I said, I just don't appreciate uh, you suppressing my uh, news correspondent, Chuck, uh, um, Tucker Carlson, or any other news that's coming my way. That's a violation of my First Amendment right, and it made me feel really good. And I, I just want to encourage everybody to do that, not to just hold it all in, but to call up and pick up a phone minimally until it's time for you to vote call up and let them know you don't appreciate it 
And I think the truth, you know, spreads like wildfire. And I really commend uh, Tucker for what he's doing as well. Tony, thank you very much. And I do, too. I think Tucker is a brave human being. And he knew the day he he accepted to take a look at these 40,000 hours of tape, he knew that the entire left machine would be railing against him. Carl, in east side of the east side of Manhattan, how are you, Carl? All right, Mr. Golden. I just want to say um, I saw the curtain come down, the Berlin Wall in Eastern Europe. That was communism, and I lived in a communist country, and I remember the media, the same tricks. What was good was bad, and what was bad was good. They would use... Uh, celebrities, they would use any trick in the book. And I saw that wall come down. And now I see the same thing happening here in the United States. Um, and I think that these people know what they're doing. Uh, it's communism and it's anti-freedom. And I think people are slowly waking up to the facts. They can only lie so long. And I thank you for spreading that truth and WABC because you have the power to do it and to let the people know. Thank you so much for your very informed uh, uh, telephone call, Carl. We are deeply grateful. Gracie, my Gracie in Rockland County, how are you, Gracie? I'm wonderful. I'm just wonderful listening to you and getting the truth and, and, and seeing something else. The reason I call Ch- Channel 13, you know, in New York, PBS, of course, you know, they're part of the to destroy us. They're going to have a year in the life of somebody very important, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Already mm. they're starting to... Re- uh, you know, rewrite history. And I just wanted to give you a heads up on that and everybody else on WABC because this is really a war. And we are in a war. And thank you very much. No matter what they say, no matter how they praise Dr. Fauci, and they can continue to do that, the truth about, the truth about COVID is going to come out eventually. And you have people in the Senate, and you have a number of senators. You have Senator Ron Johnson. You have Senator Rand Paul. You have Senator Kennedy. You have others in the Senate that are demanding answers now as to what happened during COVID and why the American people were given so much misinformation through official channels. So that story is not over. Now, they can continue to make Dr. Fauci the face and the hero of COVID. But I'm telling you, there are too many right now, too many holes in the story to keep plugged up. And once one of the walls crumbles on this, the whole facade is going to come down. Well, 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 folks, we are at the end of our Tuesday rush hour already. We'll be back tomorrow here on WABC, God willing, for our Wednesday broadcast. We're here five days a week. Please tell your friends. Please also check out the Daily BS, thedailybs.com. That's our News Blast website. May God bless and protect each and every single one of you and your families. I look forward to being with you tomorrow. 
don't let these people discourage you with this relentless assault on your sensibilities. You know the truth. You can find the truth. And we can all stand up for the truth. And I say right on Tucker Carlson. Right on, right on, right on. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye.